There it is. We're live. It took a half a second longer than I expected, but welcome, everybody. This is a beautiful day. It is a gorgeous day out here in San Diego, and it's our last show of the year, which is perfect for these, uh, I don't know, final... Oh. They're always they're, they're, finale. They're always, finale. Yeah, they're, they're finale. Anyway, these grand fin- finalists. That's that's what I was going to say. All right. You, yeah, you got to save the. Practicing polyamory. Real life perspectives from the imperfect people of polyamory. The mission of the Practicing Polyamory podcast is to provide a platform for all of the real-life, flawed humans that practice polyamory so that we might all learn from one another and grow as a community. Enjoy the show. <laughs> all right. I love your intro. Welcome. So Thank you. Well, that's that, you, we, we just barely got started. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to this beautiful day if you've been here if you're joining us for the first time welcome and thank you so much for tuning in and if you've been here for a while then you already know we're live on facebook youtube twitter and twitch actually we're not gonna be live for a little while this is it folks this is the end of season one welcome to the end uh we'll be back in february of next year uh but at least today if you have any questions for our guests if you have any questions for me let us know what it is that you want us to talk about otherwise for the rest of these three months off Follow us, find us uh, at Practicing Poly A on all social medias. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you are a welcome guest to be on the show. We're going to be back in February. We want to hear your stories. None of us are perfect, and we're here to share our imperfect stories because the more stories we share, the more others see us in themselves, and the more representation we have, the more we can strengthen our community. So go to practicingpolyamory.com and sign up for your spot for next season. All right. Introducing our guests, ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your hats. We are getting the perfect send-off into the Halloween season, here with two witchy, kinky, and magical polyam folk, and I can't be more excited to learn more about these two amazing humans. Our guests are fire dancers, podcasters, fashion designers, and herbalists, and their platonic life partners. Our two guests have come to learn that every connection we make is unique, and the way that we interact with each person in our lives is equally unique. They believe that, as multifaceted beings, different people bring out different aspects of our personalities, and often those aspects include different ways for love to show up. Our guests have learned that love comes in all forms, and they've had enough of trying to fit into the monogamy box. Now that they've fully embraced their polyamorous identities, they no longer want to limit the way connections naturally form with each individual person. I'm excited to chat with these two amazing humans who are joining us today from the Fireburn Cauldron Bubble Podcast. Welcome to the show, Foxy Divine and Luna Hawkins. (laughs) Oh, and they've got their potions. Oh my God, this is... You come on, you got y- y'all got to stop. Sinfully this delicious. Is great, this is amazing. I, wow, I'm so excited to. Check I'm sorry, out. I took it too far. No way, we can't take it too far. Man. We no, we cannot. No, we cannot. Um, wow, this is this is super exciting. I'm so happy to talk to the both of you. Uh, so why don't we start with a little introduction? Uh, I mean, I gave the background of what you guys gave me on your questionnaire, but. 
platonic life partners. How long have you known each other? When did you decide that you were going to be platonic life partners? Uh, I guess, you know, we'll get to that. Why don't we just start with getting to know you? Let's go with Foxy Divine. Tell us a little bit about Keith. <laughs> uh, same thing, like you said in the thing. Uh, or I own a magic apothecary uh, inside of the mall. Uh, where I, I do psychic readings. I'm an herbalist. Uh, I also do illusion magic with her. Like we do disappearing acts, um, which takes a lot of trust too. Cause like some mm-hmm. shit could go wrong. <laughs> um, and then fire dancing. Um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. All right. Next <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Luna Hawkins. Tell us about yourself. Oh, Hawkins. I like that. We're going to use that wait, later. Wait, wait. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, was, did I get that right? Oh, it's just Luna Hawks, like oh. hawks, like the birds. <laughs> yeah. And see, I messed that yeah. up. No, sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Yes, yes. your your cues are percent. <laughs> yeah. <on> point. <laughs> well done, producer. Hey. Uh, Luna Hawks, tell us about yourself. Well, I'm excited to be here, and nice to meet you. I um, I'm. Do a lot of things. I'm an artist in all kinds of ways. And, you know, like you said, we do performance art together. We do a bunch of fire dancing shows and have been getting into illusion magic. So my favorite thing to do is lock him in a box. No. But then she disappears <laughs> and she's in the box. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, as a result, I get locked in a box. Hey, it's good. <laughs> hey, sometimes hey. chains are involved. Hey. <laughs> <gasps> hey, we like that <laughs> <Yes>. around here. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I don't know, through like costume making and stuff for our shows, I discovered um, my brand called Slit Weave, which is basically I like cut and weave a bunch of different clothing, mostly leggings and tops and stuff. And I have an online business that's international uh, fashion design, basically. So that's primarily the things that I do is create clothing and perform with him and uh, hang out with our cats and our polycule. (laughs) And our polycule. Our polycule is... (laughs) on point <laughs> i love I, that that's a great start i i love to hear about the polycule uh want to hear specifically about the two of you uh kind of give us a little bit of history about how you met uh how you discovered this whole platonic uh life partnership that you guys got going on uh and you know and then we'll yeah we'll talk a little bit about the polycule and how it all shakes out yeah um it's it's funny because it started off because I used to be a professional clown. And, uh, hello, Waldo. And, um, <laughs> Skills I've acquired over a very long career. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> On point. On point. On point. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, it's funny, like, one of the first... Wait, was it the festival first or was well, it the Y first? I literally met you the day I got here. Yeah, the day she like, got the here at the festival. Here, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, there was this festival when she moved here into the area. We live in, like, Bumfuck, northern New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was at this festival, and instantly I was like, you know, I was under some medicines that makes it seem like hooping is more whimsical. <laughs> and I was looking at her hoop, and I was like, that is awesome. And I couldn't, I, was, I looked like a borderline creeper, especially because she moves here and some dudes like, like, you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we didn't see each other for a while. And then the why. So what, what yeah. year? And was then this? the why, what year was this? 2009. Yeah. So. 2009. Okay. Yeah. And so then, there's, there's history here. Okay. 
And then I didn't see her for like a year, but then I seen her at the Y and like I had my hoop and she had her hoop and she was like up upon the second balcony. We just like locked eyes as we like both looked in. We're like, you. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then from there we just, she was like, oh, you do clowning? I do hooping. We should do shit together. Yeah. Uh, I've retired clowning. <laughs> <laughs> he decided that making balloon animals wasn't for him. No more fucking balloon animals, man. God. I can't fucking do it. No way. Oh. Fine by me. Exactly. I'm not hurt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys met 12 yeah. years ago. Uh, you discover that you have uh, these things sort of in common, uh, decide to start do doing shows together. And so uh, you, I, I, I remember reading that you are serial entrepreneurs. So you've got a bunch of different businesses. Are they all together? Many together? 2.3, no, 3. Point five of them together. <laughs> no, pretty no, much we do. No, well, it's under okay. So we have like fire magic, which is our like fire dancing thing, um, and we mix the illusion magic disappearing acts, and then we have magic circus, which is like kind of umbrella, but it's like kids show stuff like that. And now we're starting motivational speaking and like doing oh, wow. like motivational speaking on like, you know being able to take control of your life or like polyamory. We want to teach mm -hmm. people like the different levels of poly and do public speaking on poly. Uh, and then we have the podcast Fireburn Cauldron Bubble um, to where that's now starting to like snowball. Nice. Nice. Uh well, it's certainly more enjoyable than my average day. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in charge of this? They're fucking awesome. They are on point today. Well done, producer. <laughs> that is my brother back there. Follow him everywhere Dude. at Business Bros Pod. Um, okay, yeah. so... Uh, public speaking and motivational speaking and talking about polyamory, different levels of polyamory. Uh, you all are at a platonic love level, but you also have a full polycule. So let's dive into what those relationships look like. Tell me about, about your relationships. Well, we can start more like with ours because so basically when I moved here, I was, I moved here for a man, my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. So I was married and I just, we just separated um this year actually so mm -hmm. i had to always like kind of keep him like at arm's length so we only honestly this year realized like oh okay we already have all these pieces in at play and then you know we just moved in together because it was a perfect time in both of our lives that we needed to move you know mm -hmm. and so earlier this year we moved in together and we're like oh my goodness <laughs> so like for years <laughs> we've been um business partners, best friends. We have a bank account together because of our, you know, you know, because of our business. And we also, now we have a house together. We have cats together. We have, we just bought a couch together. Yeah, we did. And then we're like, <laughs> holy shit. We are like legit, like life partners. And you know, a lot of all the decisions that we make, like affect each other. Mm -hmm. And so we realized that, you know, we are actually each other's primary now and it turned out to be that way. And this is the first time that we've really come to terms with it, like over the past few months and have realized it fully and are now like communicating fully in that way. Because before when we were each in our own other rela monogamous relationships mm -hmm. while being friends and business partners, we couldn't 
really like see that or allow ourselves to go there completely well because they also like on any way like any boyfriend that's ever come in my life and like they'll always be like i know josette comes first i know i suck your dick but i know she comes first and it's like yes so i mean how, but, how does that work okay so so um you have other relationships, you have other partners, uh, but as life partners, you guys are making, the two of you are making a lot of decisions together. You uh, talked about potentially, you, you, you live together, you're, you bought a couch together. I think you guys mentioned before the show, talking about buying a house together. Yeah, we're buying the Magic Mansion. This place oh, that we're yes. in right here. Yes. Oh, nice. Dope. It's you, nice. You can't it's see a, any of it. You right can't now, see but it, but it's a fucking nice ass house. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And so, uh, so to any other partners, the two of you could. Uh, I mean, you've become each other's primaries. I'm like trying to wrap my head, not wrap my head around it. Like I get it, I understand it, um, but I guess the, the I want to ask a question about it and clearly like how how does that differ i guess from just being best friends who decide to move in together and buy furniture together how does how does how does a platonic part life partnership differ from that like it's when, when all our partners die we'll be together <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a rocking chair <laughs> Um, it's Just like smile you know, and wave, boys. Smile and wave. I, I I think I have a better way to to ask the question. Let's say that um, Josette, you meet somebody and you decide that you want to nest with this other person, right? Does that mean that you and uh, Foxy Divine are going to break up? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I understand the part of the nesting part. Yeah. Perhaps like we won't you, always nest together. Okay. I think, well, okay, so what we had, we've yeah. had this conversation before about having multiple, <laughs> like, we need our house in Puerto Rico. We need our house fucking <laughs> here. And then, like, going in, like, diff so her and I have talked about this different thing of, like, okay, we're going into these different areas, but always come together. So even if it's, like, a nest, it's always that ride or die of someone that's always going to be present in your life and, mm -hmm. like, someone that's never going to go away. And that's why it goes into the life partner. That's why I made a joke about like, you know, if she dies or, or not, she dies. If someone else like that we're nesting with dies, it'll, we always joke about, it's going to be us on rocking chairs, just like shooting the shit. Right. Um, especially cause like in any relationship, like we're going on 12 years now and it's not just like a deep friendship. It's something that like transcends that. So let's go into like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rebuttal your question right now. How are you going to tell somebody that's in an ace relationship? Right. No, that's that's really good. That's a really good point. And, you know, it goes into, uh, you know, this idea of sex and polyamory and how does it go together? Uh, because a yeah. lot of us polyamorous folks love sex. And a lot of what people think about is, uh, you know, poly is just a bunch of orgies and all this stuff happening all the time. But there are asexuals and there are folks like yourselves who have platonic life partnerships. And <clears throat> as you're talking about it, like I'm thinking of my ex-wife, you know, we still have this really close 
you know, intimate bond, like a very, very deep mm -hmm. friendship that transcends just friendship. It's like family. Um, and like, I could, I could see us calling each other platonic life partners. We've had something, you know, some kind of, of language in that sense as well. I just, uh, but anyway, that, that, that's my stuff, um, for you and, and this idea of poly being more than sex, like your well, I have a relationship for you. is not defined <clears throat> by sex. Right. And okay. So I have a question for you and all the listeners right here who are going back and forth. Think of your best friend, whoever that is, visualize them in your head. Mm -hmm. Will you have a bank account with them? Will you buy a house with them? And those are the, like the big questions is it's like a lot of times in polyamory and I'm going to go into like that, that sex part of it is that they think relationship are purely based on sex. You know, what is a relationship and what is the different levels of poly? Is it just, you know, who you fuck? Um, and it's like, there's different forms of love. I don't want to say like hierarchy. It's not like a hierarchy. It's just different. You know, it, it's like water, you know, it takes these different shapes and like what we have is like, really special like we'd like talk to each other we're like oh my god we fucking it's hard to like find someone in your life that has that relationship and you know a few months ago there was like a little this little thing that happened and like we were still saying like in like you know different part of the polycule but it's like a dem her and i are still domestic partners and it's really weird to like we look at each other we're like oh my god we're married but we're not having sex i mean <laughs> most married couples but like <laughs> <laughs> that's good one less thing. <laughs> One less thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I I get that. As soon as you ask that question, you're thinking think of your best friend. Would you buy a house with them? Would you uh, get a bank account with them? I don't know that everybody mm -hmm. would. Right? Yeah. I don't I don't know that I would buy a house with my best friend or or get a bank account. Uh, you know, I love my best friend, and and you know, yeah, maybe. But that's like, that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Exactly. <laughs> You're asking killing it. Yeah. Fucking fire. <laughs> Fucking fire. So, so with with the well, two of you, that's yeah. like what I feel is that transcending part. It's like you are willing to intermingle your lives to that extent. Yeah, because I think most people. Um, like reserve those things for their one, typically one romantic partner. That's mm -hmm. like the one that they want to have that with. And they don't right. generally think that it's possible with someone that they're not in a full, like sexual romantic relationship with. So why do, why do we reserve those things for only our romantic partners? Because yeah. maybe you don't have to. And, you know, the thing about like the question about maybe will this last forever? Will we want to nest with other people eventually? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like buy a bigger house, bigger yeah. <laughs> or being multiple houses. Yeah. Isn't like being polyamorous, being open to change too? like mm -hmm. understanding that this is what is right now. This is what works for us all right now. But, you know, that could change in the future. And if it does, if then we'll have to discuss it and, you know, work out what best path we want to take. And maybe it will be a little bit more separate yeah. down the line. But as of right now, we're, you know, we're rolling with this. It's good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. 
And, you know, as, as you're saying that, I think about it and I, and I agree with you, you know, the fact, the fact is that a lot of, uh, what polyamory allows is for, you know, two people to be living together at one time and then not living together at another time, but still maintaining the intimacy of, of their relationship, still maintaining the growth and the the overall arc or path of their relationship. Like, like the connection doesn't die just because you don't live together. So if later on you all decide that you don't want to live together and you want to go live with other partners or whatever, that doesn't diminish your life right. partnership. Right. Like I eventually, you know, like, you know, her and I have talked about like, I want kids and stuff like that. Like, like, ultimate goal down the road is like to be in like a throuple relationship and I want to have kids. Like I, I come from a family of nine. I would be a really good dad. And like, that's something like I look forward to. Um, but like you said, it doesn't diminish what we have and it doesn't mean we still won't be life partners and, you know, still make these decisions together. And I'm sure our bank account will still be there. We'll still have this house here. We'll still have all of the things that still stand with it. Yeah. And when you're old and gray That's and in awesome. rocking chairs, it'll be the two of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. So um, when uh, when you have a throuple and kids and everything, uh, how is um, how is that going to work? Are, are you going to be a part of their lives? Probably. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I would not. I wouldn't be part of this said throuple. Oh, not like part of it. No, yeah. not right. like. But I'd be like Auntie Luna. Yes, yes. You know, and yeah. um, actually, it's what it. Just a side note on kids is I know that I don't want to have kids in uh-huh. in this life, and but being able to, you know, like hang out and interact and be an important person in my other partner's kids' free lives, babysitter is pretty awesome, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, a tan! A tan! He's a parent. He <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, it's it, it's really cool just to to like learn about uh about the way that this, you know, would work for for the two of you. And it really is like it's just agreements, I guess, right? Like uh did you do you guys have like any yeah, actually, probably. I, I, I got to assume that you guys have some kind of rules, agreements, some things that you will or won't do to, like, mm-hmm. kind of define your relationship. You want to tell me a little bit about how that works? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like, where to start? Fine. I'll do it myself. I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) There's always um, boundaries in every relationship, you know. And if it's something that will affect him, like we need to discuss it. And sometimes we learn that through like things that happen, and then we're like, oh shit, that wasn't like clear, or like we need to talk about that and put some boundaries in place. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, like this whole podcast says, like the imperfect people of polyamory it's like we go through these things as we navigate all of our relationships and we discover like you know what works for people and what doesn't and then that helps us define our boundaries like currently right now like one thing we have is like hey don't be with anyone who's unvaccinated like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's one thing but like, like, and that's one th- thing we like had that. to talk about when i came home today i'm yeah. like 
hey, well, because like my job involves like as an herbalist and like as a formulator and like makeup products. Um, I have to know my nose and like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, <laughs> I got COVID for a while. It's like, I can't lose my smell. My smell right. is my life. And I did, and also my taste, cause I make all these different potions and drinks for people. So I have to know how it tastes. So her and I had that conversation the other day, you know, navigating this whole poly thing. And I was like, please do not have anyone unvaccinated here. That's just hard boundary for me. It's like, I don't want them in the house. I don't care. Just I don't want any unvaccinated partners and I don't want anyone in the house that's unvaccinated only because like that endangers me. And that's like, I guess another thing you could talk about like the platonic life partners and that's like above best friends because like a best friend could be like, I just appreciate it. And like, then they might like just push you to the side. But as like someone that's as close as we are, we have to have these hard conversations you know, I don't like it when you do this, you know, we always, that's why we laughed and like why it's funny. It's like when <laughs> versus asking like friends and stuff like that, asking a married couple of 12 years. So do you guys have any boundaries? And her and I just like both stare off in the distance. <laughs> for <a second. laughs> this isn't yeah. like a new poly thing. It was like, I don't want you fucking her. I don't want you doing that. And I don't want you doing that. It's like, yeah. we, there was a lot to like process in that moment until we were like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Like you're you're absolutely right. You know, you're absolutely right. 12 years now that you that you two have had this partnership that you that you two have had this uh relationship, but I guess maybe at what point did you realize that it was a platonic life partnership and how did that conversation happen? Like what what were the the things that you realized holy crap like we're we're doing this thing like basically for the rest of our lives because that's how I hear platonic life partner. Like we're we're basically gonna be together for the rest of our lives in some way, shape, or form. So, like, let's yeah. define this. Or I don't know. Did you do anything like that? I think it's like we always would joke about it because like even like you know she was married you know for a long time and she's seen my various boyfriends and we always like had that sense of like oh my god it's like because like every decision the first like. The first person when she's sad, it's me. Even you know, the first person I'm sad, it's her. And it's just like always like instantly um going to that. And we always like made a joke about it. And she always called me her gay husband. She's like, You're my gay husband. Oh my god. And that started like I think like <laughs> six years ago or something like that, like five years ago, something like that. She's like, but like joking. And then I would say it was this year and like just yeah. even recently, like this year. within the past two months, we've been talking about that. Even like yesterday, we're like, okay you know, what does this mean? Like we're, I think it really has to do with commitment and like really committing to each other and communicating and actually like taking boundaries into account, even when Mm -hmm. it does come to relationships, because we have been just starting to build this polycule too. (laughs) And so like, for example, like he's, when we talk about boundaries now, like he's gay and I'm bi and he tends to like guys who are bi because that's just like his type. My type and so like a thing like a boundary that we have now is like okay if you're like trying to date a guy like i should you know not date them or not try to date them or anything or mm-hmm. you know unless we talk about that kind of thing and like all different dynamics like that that could that are new issues that we're dealing with in our friendship because we've never First of all, we've never been single at all at the same time in the past 12 years, ex- until like the last six months. 
Well, when we so. went to the fire world, okay. So a funny thing on like the platonic life partner, whenever, cause we do go to fire dancing conventions all the time, like flame festival, fire drums, you know, all those different things, uh, kinetic and everyone, no one would ask me out as a guy, even though they're like, okay, I know there's a little gay vibe in there. He's got some queer in him, but the guys wouldn't talk to me cause they're like, we're together. Hey, even if we were together, shouldn't you still ask? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like, but then people like didn't approach her and try to hit on her because they thought I was her man. And right. they're like, well, I guess she's off limits. Um, I think that's when it really started like the funny surfacing of it. Yeah. A lot of people want us both too. And so, oh yeah, that's a thing. Well, that's another thing we have to like look at now. And we're like, are we willing to do that? How does that work? Well, that's what, a, that's a boundary I mean? thing. You know, yeah. that's like a thing because like her and I talks like, you know, yeah, we would have a threesome together. Like that's not like a problem, but it's mm -hmm. like, I, it wouldn't Even do there. Still, we don't want to like engage together. Like we right. literally have no desire that's what to sandwiches be sexual are for. together. <laughs> so, think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I think it means exactly what you think it means. <laughs> You know, and that's why, like, a lot of people through, like, the fire world have just been, like, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's COVID and we can't even go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, then, well, that's, like, the boundary thing, exactly. Like, you know, if I say, like, that's different. Like, if her and I are just, like, yeah, let's hit it. But, like, if it is someone, and it's not saying, like, it, in relationship poly-wise, if I'm just, like, if I am, you know, developing this relationship, I would just appreciate if you let me develop this first. And then we can talk about these boundaries later. And like, that's like the things like we're starting to like navigate right now. Cause you know, it's imperfect people. And like, it's, it's there. I feel like there's too much absolutes in the poly world. Right. So it's either a, you're all fucking whores and you're fucking having orgies every Friday night. It's Saturday, but yes, we're, <laughs> or it's the opposite to where it's like poly's perfect and better than monogamy and everything's just great in the poly world and there's no problems. And that's where I appreciate you're having this podcast is it talks about like, we're all navigating this, you know, this is, this is new for us. We know that we're not going back fuck that, nice. but we know that it's hard and it's complex. And especially when you start mixing in the polycule and you have all these, like our web is so per like, it's crazy. Like how everyone connects to each other and it's still how like works. Um, together but then it's like learning the dynamics of that too to where like her girlfriend and i are like birthday twinsies and like she took me to dinner at like it's like fancy ass like 400 dollars a meal kind of thing and like her and i were trash pandas uh just because her and i are like kind of besties too her girlfriend and i nice um but then that's like our relationship and then like versus uh her girlfriend's husband and then like them together in a thruple but then me and him are like bromance and have like this really cool um relationships on different levels uh but and then even cooler and like how it mixes is that her girlfriend's apprentice <laughs> is a tattoo artist and her husband is my boyfriend yeah oh my god so there's basically six of us and they were all so that's how we see ourselves kind of as the, the couple within the right. yeah sort of yeah <laughs> ropes where we're going we don't need roads <laughs> constellations we're, we're we don't need here. roads this is cool this is cool so um to anybody who was listening right now who has a best friend that they've had a lot of history with and they're asking themselves could i be 
platonic life partner with this person, what would you say? Can you open a bank account? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that could be it. That could okay. Be, can you buy, can you buy a house and can you buy it? And can you open a bank account together? Is Show me the money! Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, is that all Because I was me. No. I mean, I no, wasn't. Yeah, no, not, not at all. all. <laughs> I think it takes a level of uh, communication, patience, like, you know, just deep love and trust. And sometimes those things vary over the year. Like, you just have to be, like, willing to work through shit. It's like a marriage. I don't know. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, you know, you yeah, have to make all these, like, it's a not just to be there for each other. Yeah. It's like, no matter what, what I'm going through, like, she could be going through some like mom trauma and stuff like that, like mama trauma or like I'm going through some shit too in my past or like, you know, who's the first one you go to. And for both of us, when we are going through these traumatic situations in our life or something, we're reliving the past. It's not our partners that we're with. It's not, you know, and my multiple partners with, it's like, we're always each other's first to be like, I, we need to, I need to talk about this. I have pain right now. Please help me talk about my pain. And you don't, have to give me a solution you just have to be there and like we always sign up for each other to always be there even if like we have other marriages or we have you know other relationships we're always going to be there for each other yeah. i believed in you for a long time okay something <laughs> 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 dad it's like a uh, a requirement to, um for like honestly for like anyone else that we bring in to our lives as partners for them to understand that our depth of relationship and for them to accept that like off the bat mm -hmm. because like I don't know it would be hard to have like partners who were like jealous of um just our our relationship that's common which happened <laughs> already every um, boyfriend I've ever so like had. Yeah, that's another thing of that's different than just friendship like okay you don't like my friend whatever we can work around this but it's like okay you don't like him like that's that's not gonna work right <laughs> you know not unless you're like on the other side of the country and, and whatever i see you once in a while but like anyone that's like in our lives regularly needs to like be cool with the other person too yeah. you know what i mean so Cool. I think that is a good one to say is like, as long as you're cool with like the other, it's like, that's a just, I just thought about that. I didn't even like think about like the concept of just like getting like involved in a partner and be like, you cool with this? If you're not cool with this, that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> the problems. That's it. Yeah. But it's, but that's, that's how it is. Right. Like it, it's one of those things. I don't know. Uh, the, the closest thing that I'm thinking of is like when you have kids, like once you have kids, like that's part of the package, and you two are a package deal. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. I don't know if I'm <laughs> right, but that was kind of like, <laughs> like how I was understanding it. Like it's, this is one of those things that there's there's no getting around this. You two are are going to be in each other's lives, and if somebody doesn't like that, then they're probably just not going to be a fit. Yeah. Dig it, yeah. dig it. And we help each other not get in toxic relationships. 
Oh yeah, like, no, we hey, help each other. Like hey, we help call each other. We're like, you're fucking up. There's something wrong. You do get this shit. You gotta cut that person off. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Foxy, Luna, it has been so much fun chatting with the two of you. Uh, I want to uh, give you an opportunity to talk about again uh, the stuff that you have going on, the podcast, the. Um, apothecary the uh slit weave store everything you guys got going on tell people where they can find you where they can find out more about you don't we have an episode tonight yeah we're about to release another episode on our podcast tonight it's actually about like uh money magic and like how to infuse magic into your business so that you can grow and have continued success so that will be live tonight along with a whole bunch of other episodes so that's our podcast is Fireburn cauldron bubble and you can listen to that on um spotify or itunes all the major platforms so just check that out you can also follow us on ig at fireburn cauldron bubble right on the screen right there mm-hmm. Perfect. And, uh yeah i have uh the magic apothecary uh you can find me on instagram under the magic apothecary magic with a k m-a-g-i-c-k uh, and i do herbal remedies i do tea blends i'm an herbalist so i do medicinal teas tasty teas uh, i'm a professional full-time psychic uh when i'm not doing this i'm also doing like Psychic intuitive readings. It's like a great life code. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of got it all going on. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Ah, hey, that's kind of what our podcast is about. That's what our that's actually what the podcast is about. Nice episode. Nice. Um, Yeah, cool. And And I do. uh, Oh yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know about. My fashion business, it's called Slit Weave, so you can find that on Instagram. That's a good spot to check me out. It's a slit underscore weave, because I slit shit, and then I weave it. And I weaved a lot of magic in it, too. (laughs) Which we talk about on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. And And, um, I'm actually about to launch my brand new website. So right now, my store is on Etsy. So Uh you can also go on Etsy and look up Slit Weave. And you'll find that there. But I'm going to launch my new website, slitweave.com, on 11-11, November 11th. And I'm really excited about that with some new cool designs. And lastly, Fire Magic. <laughs> That's the last one we have together. That's our illusionist. If you guys want to see like cool-ass videos, you can check out our website, firemagicmagic.org. And you can see all of our shows, our illusions, our YouTube. We do funny shit. We just launched one a little while ago about Beetlejuice and us doing like a summoning and it's like super dark. Uh, we do Pokemon ones, all kind of weird, funny videos and performances. Yeah. Team Ratchet. Team Ratchet. It's not Team Rocket. It's Team Ratchet. It's where she feeds me <laughs> wine and I'm twerking the whole time. <laughs> while guzzling a bag of wine while I'm slapping it. Quite entertaining. <laughs> I Ain't love. no thing like me except me. Uh, yes, trash panda. <laughs> we call our polycule that we got excited because we call our polycule the trash panda polycule, uh, and so like that's why it's like the perfect ending to have a trash panda on the screen. I'm gonna take that away just a little bit because I wanted to show this off because I personally was impressed and loved it so much. So let me just uh check this out, everybody. Oh, who is booty? Uh, <laughs> bam, this. That is my store. This is like, look at this stuff. I just absolutely love all of these leggings, all the workings that you've done. This is great. Really cool, fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Go!
god, he's killing it! Yeah. He is awesome. Thanks, I Follow appreciate him it. once again at Brit, at Business Bros Pod. Uh, that is yeah, it. Well. We, I. I want to thank you too for uh, hanging out with me today. I want to thank everybody who joined us today. We had uh, quite possibly our, our largest viewing audience uh, today. Um, cool. cool. From, from early days, it's probably because we're all costumed up. So, you know, thank you for, for getting dolled up and hanging out with me today. Uh, thank you, everybody who has tuned in over this past first season. This has been awesome. It has been uh, an honor and a pleasure to serve the community, to learn with the community, to grow with the community. Uh, we will be back, like I said, in February of next year. So uh, if you want to be on the show, I would love to chat with you. We're just going to have conversations just like we did today. If you're selling something, I would love to promote the stuff that you're selling. Um, otherwise, it's just a matter of us getting together and learning from each other, realizing that we're all imperfect humans and you know, doing our best to build this thing out the best that we can. So once again, thank you, Foxy. Thank you, Luna, uh, Josette, and Seth. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you to our live audience. Thank you. Until next season, every single day, till I see you again. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Practicing Polyamory podcast. Would you or someone in your polycule like to be a guest? Sign up at practicingpolyamory.com and join the conversation. Please support us by subscribing, liking, and following us on social media at Practicing Polya by clicking any of the affiliate links on our website or by subscribing at patreon.com slash practicingpolya.